a real joy we carry today to be able to come back into your home with another bright spot hour gospel broadcast, a daily home mission radio ministry carrying the gospel through the medium of radio into the highways and hedges to invite whosoever will to let them come, let them come and take of the water of life freely. This is Harold Cyclist speaking, and we would that all of you would pray for the broadcast today that the Lord would use it to stir many hearts and that some soul may come to trust Jesus as personal Savior ere the broadcast go off the radio today. At the beautiful Hammond organ, Mrs. Garrett, playing for you a beautiful melody you shall enjoy. He lifted me out. Blessed fact and glorious reality that in the grace of God, he lifted me out. The psalmist called it an horrible pit. And I'm glad that not only did he lift me out, but he established my feet upon a solid rock. And the solid rock, of course, is Jesus, my Lord, my Savior. Every day at this moment on the Bright Spot Hour, prayer time. And we invite you to pray with us. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the testimony, for the fact for the faith that lifted us out of the miry clay of sin and that established our feet upon a solid rock and that today Jesus is Lord and Savior. Our faith is in Him. We live and move and have our being in Him. Our confidence is in Him. And we know that in Him all things are possible. And through His grace all things are possible. Now, Lord, I come today to pray for those by the radio that 
may be listening to the Bright Spot Hour. I know not the need of each one of those, but thou dost know. And I pray that thou wouldst supply every need that each listener may face today. Encourage those that may be defeated. Lift up those that may be brokenhearted. I pray for the bereaved and the saddened. God be with them. Then I pray for the sick and the suffering and the shut-in. God be with them. I pray for the aged. Stand by them in the sunset of their journey and make these latter years the most, most blessed and profitable of all their lifespan. Lord, use the Bright Spot Hours a home mission avenue to get the gospel out to men and women that by all means some may come to know Christ and be saved. Supply every need the programs may face. Lord God, give us the spiritual unction that we need as we break the bread of life day by day and then supply the financial need that each door may be kept open. And for any measure of victory that may be ours, we shall bow to give thy name all the glory and all the praise as we ask in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The Barbaharp and some bright morning. And that bright morning, of course, is going to be the morning of the resurrection and the morning of the second coming of the Lord Jesus. The two terms are synonymous. The two tremendous events transpire at the same breathless moment. Jesus shall come with a shout and the voice of the archangel, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we shall be changed to meet him some bright morning. Always a joy to have the wonderful work by my late grandfather and also the late Mrs. Garrett. Your Bibles are open to Hebrews chapter number 10, verse number 9. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. 
He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. By the which will we are sanctified. I'm dealing with the matter of sanctification. On the program yesterday, or last Friday, I should say, I developed the uh, fact that we have practical and positional sanctification, positional and practical sanctification. Today, by the grace of God, I'd like to deal with this matter of positional sanctification, by the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. The bright spot hours, work of faith and labor of love, depending upon the Lord and our many friends to enable the door of radio broadcasting to remain open. And I make that statement every day because it is in reality a statement of fact. I depend upon the Lord and upon God's people to enable the door of the bright spot hour to remain open. During the month of March, I'm making available my grandfather's sermon number 52 on the Battle of Armageddon. Sermon 52 on the Battle of Armageddon. I think this would be a great blessing and a benefit to any student of the Bible. It certainly appears to me that the stage is being set for the tribulation period. And at the end of the tribulation period, this great battle, the Battle of Armageddon. I'll also make available another sermon, the most famous sermon, the most requested sermon my grandfather ever preached during his lifetime, Can God? The sermon was brought in May of 1973 in a regular Sunday evening service. And my, the power of God fell in that meeting. I was there. I was in the service that night. Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? I'll send this to you on a compact disc. It's available for a gift of $10. I also make available my grandfather's commentary on 1st and 2nd Corinthians, verse by verse, line by line, 303 pages. 303 pages on 1st and 2nd Corinthians. A beautiful stiff back, paperback, perfect bound book, beautiful handy, and it would be an ideal benefit to any student of the Word of God. You can have yours for a gift of $20. Our mailing address, the Bright Spot Hour, Post Office Box number 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Our email, Dr. at com. Let me encourage you to find the Bright Spot Hour or Ben Carper on social media at Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, X, Getter, and Odyssey. Hebrews 10, verse number 9 and 10. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies 
be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Now, on the program yesterday, I pointed out, or Friday, I should say, I pointed out that as I read the Bible, I find the matter of positional sanctification and practical sanctification. Positional sanctification, every born-again child of God has at the very moment he is saved. Hebrews 10.10 is a reference to that, by the which will we are sanctified. That is a statement of fact. By the which will we are sanctified. How? Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Now, the matter of positional sanctification should give way over the course of the believer's life and over the course of the believer's growth in the grace of God to the matter of practical sanctification. As you and I grow in the grace of God, as we mature in the things of God, as we develop our faith in our walk with the Lord, and as we move forward with the help of the Lord and move forward by the divine grace of God, this area of practical sanctification should become a reality. And I'll have more to say about that on the program tomorrow and later this week. Every born-again child of God has this matter of positional sanctification. The born-again child of God has been perfected forever. You and I, through the work of Jesus Christ and through the redemption that we have, through the blood of Jesus Christ, we are perfected forever. In verse number 16, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Now the comparison is made in Hebrews chapter number 10 between the one sacrifice, the one offering of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that is compared with the many offerings and the multiple offerings that were made by the high priest. You remember under Mosaic law, the uh, blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean. And Paul states that those offerings could never, N-E-V-E-R, those offerings could never make the comers thereunto perfect. The uh, Old Testament believer under the matter of atonement could never enjoy the righteousness of God. He could never have his sin put away. The conscience of the Old Testament saint was never purified. They knew when they made their offering on the Day of Atonement that they'd be back in 12 months to make another offering on the Day of Atonement. And then 12 months later, they'd be back to make another offering and on and on and on through the course of their life. Much like you paying the property taxes on your house or me paying them on mine. I, I labor all year and think in the back of my mind at the end of this year, in January, I've got a big bill to pay. And uh, I had to pay mine this past January. I had to write a, a rather large check. 
and uh, and pay my property taxes. And I know now, in the month of March, that uh, just nine months out, and guess what? I'm going to have to pay property taxes again. And then when I get them paid, uh, 12 months from now, I'll have nine months to get my house in order, to get my checkbook in order, get my accounts in order. Because I'm, guess what? I'm going to pay property taxes again and again and again and again and again until I die. And then my children will become responsible to pay those property taxes and write on and on. So was the matter of Old Testament atonement. Now, you and I that are justified not in the Old Testament economy under the matter of atonement because there is no justification. Atonement is not justification. Justification is not atonement. The matter of pardon, the born-again believer in the New Testament is not pardoned. My sin is not pardoned. My sin is put away by the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. To be pardoned means to be guilty but not brought to trial. Those of us that are regenerated in the New Testament economy, we, uh, we are not pardoned. We are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. I am not pardoned. I am justified. Now, in the matter of justification, my sin has now been put completely away. My sin has been dealt with. I have forgiveness now in the finished work of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in redemption that I have in the Lord Jesus Christ, because I have justification, Christ died once for all I now enjoy this matter of positional sanctification. The born-again child of God is made perfect forever. In verse 10 again, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Then the comparison is made, and every high priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. There is no justification in the matter of Old Testament atonement. But in verse 12, But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. He hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Now you and I that have believed the gospel and have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, you and I are declared perfected in the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are perfected forever in the finished work of our blessed Savior, Jesus Christ. That is unavailable in the Old Testament economy. That is unavailable in the matter of, of Old Testament atonement. The blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean could never perfect forever the Old Testament believer. The sprinkling of the blood of bulls and goats was not able to take away sin. 
Atonement is simply the covering up of sin. It is the rolling forward of the due date. It's like paying the interest on a note. It's like paying the interest on a debt. The debt is still there. You've simply paid the interest and rolled the due date of the interest forward for 30 more days or for 12 more months. In the Old Testament economy, when the individual Jew brought his offering on the Day of Atonement, he simply rolled the due date forward on his sin. He paid the interest on his debt, and he rolled the due date forward for 12 more months. And the following Day of Atonement, he had to come back once again and make another offering, make the same kind of offering one more time, uh, continually rolling forward the due date until he died. And that's why I read in the book of Hebrews, uh, concerning the Old Testament saints, these all died in faith, not in OT, not having received the promises, but seeing them afar off and were persuaded of them. The Old Testament saints were, my grandfather, you say, were saved on credit. They were under the matter of atonement. They didn't go to heaven. They went to paradise in the heart of the earth. And there they waited until the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. And when the Lord Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead, he led captivity captive, all the saints on the paradise side of the underworld. He liberated and moved a paradise to the third heaven, now absent from the body, present when the Lord is the captain of their salvation. He liberated the Old Testament saints, and he died on the cross for the sins that were passed. That would be the sins under the Old Testament economy through the forbearance of God. He paid off their sins in arrears and paid off our sins in advance. So the born-again child of God is perfected forever in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. By the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, the believing sinner is separated from the matter of his sin for time and eternity. Now, my friend, if you want to talk about eternal security, eternal life, right here it is. The believer is eternally safe and eternally secure in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. I will never be uh, held accountable for my sin because my sin has been put away in the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. I am perfected forever. I am perfected forever. I read that in Hebrews 10 and verse number 14. I am perfected forever them that are sanctified. And you and I that have been saved by the divine grace of God are perfected forever in the, in the finished work of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, my friend, I ask you today, if you've never been born again, if you have never believed the gospel and never trusted the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ to the saving of the soul, I plead with you, I beg of you, in Jesus' name, I beg of you to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust the sacrificial work 
and the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ today as the payment for your sin and on the authority of the Scriptures. Him that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. Thank you for listening to The Bright Spot Hour, transcribed and conducted by Dr. Ben Carper. View the website at thebrightspothour.com. You may write The Bright Spot Hour at Post Office Box 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. I'm Mark Ferguson reminding you to listen to The Bright Spot Hour tomorrow. Same time, same station, same gospel. Someday